Morgan B. Holland, author, publisher, and coach, and welcome to another episode of the Knob Life Podcast, all right? So today we're going to discuss the parent who stayed, all right? So oftentimes, excuse me, oftentimes people discuss the parent who left and how it affected the children, right? But I don't think we really look into how the parent who stayed, the energy of the parent who stayed, how that affects the kids. So more recently, I've I've been through, I don't wanna, I don't know if it's an ascension, but I've been pulling back the layers of this artichoke. And every time I pull back some layers, I heal, then I pull back some more layers and I work on that. So I pull back some layers and I realized that I was carrying around a lot of guilt. A lot of guilt. I carry around a lot of a lot of weight. I carry around a lot of debt. So for one, when I learn something new, I think back to man, had I known that then I would this thing wouldn't have happened. And so let me do better to make up for that loss that I occurred from not knowing. I do this to myself. So every time I learn something new, it's like I acquire this debt. Like if had I known that then I would be in this position now. So I got to work to make up from that loss to I do all that in my mind and it's heavy. So I was like, Morgan, you have to release this debt, like let it go. Like that was my fuel actually to move forward was to pay myself back from not being as intelligent then as I am now. It's really weird, but I had a whole moment and I figured that out and I just needed to let go. Obviously with new information, you know, it's hot. Well, they say hindsight's twenty twenty. So I was very heavy on myself, just always just being indebted to the old version of Morgan who didn't know and having to make the new version of Morgan even better to make up for what the old version of Morgan didn't know. So I had to release that. And that was heavy. Um, it was a lot. I didn't realize how much it was. And I'm still purging that, actually. As, as I speak, I'm still purging that. That's not completely done. Another thing that I realized more recently is the level of guilt that I carry and I, and the guilt itself that I carry is not even mine. So the, this brings us to the topic of the parent who stayed. So the parent who stayed in my, um, in my life, this parent carried a lot of guilt, a lot of guilt, a lot of shame, um, a lot of blame for themselves. Okay. That's what this parent parent carried. And who knows, this could have been before I was born, something that happened in their childhood. I have no idea. And so just looking back, this parent has always just been heavy, like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh, you know, just heavy. And that's what I grew up in. And so I had inadvertently picked up some of that and carried that with me because I was, I don't have a real origin story for the amount of guilt that I carry. I, I don't have an origin story because it's not mine. And I would like for you guys to actually look and look at your parent. If you, the parent whose energy you were in, if you were in two parents energy, like you live with two parents, look at that energy. Cause sometimes you can look at your parents and you can say they have this, they have that. You can see it so clearly. But then I want to ask, ask yourself, is some of that also in you? Because if you grew up in that energy, you can very well pick up some of their feelings and some of their emotions. And you might be, you know, be like me, carrying around stuff that's not even yours, right? Because everything didn't start with us, just like everything didn't start with your parents, just like everything didn't start with their parents. Each time, 
anytime you don't transmute, you transmit. So if our parents didn't transmute any of those heavy emotions, they transmit it onto us. Not That's not a good or bad thing. It's just a, a reality thing. So when I discovered this guilt, I said, let me look into this parent that, that, that raised me closer. And I started to realize like, wow, not blaming this person because it's not about blame or shame or ridicule. ridicule. This is about, wow, okay, so these things you see in this person, Morgan, look and see if that's also within you. Get to the root of it and pluck it because it's not even mine. And that was a really big weight that came off of me because guilt is very, very, it's a very heavy, you know, frequency. And it was, it was really much also a tie to me having to prove, um, it's like to make up, which if you think about it perfectly aligns with the fact that I always put myself in debt to myself, you know, and I feel quote, I felt guilty when I don't know stuff in the past, like when I learn something new, I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that in the past. If I do that in the past, then all these things would be better for me and everybody else's life. And I feel bad because I didn't do enough. And I had to let all that stuff, all that stuff was tied and connected. And I let all that, let, I'm allowing and releasing and purging that stuff right now. So it's not all the way gone, but I have an awareness of it. So I'm purging it. And when it comes up, I have grace and compassion with myself because it's a process of, you know, really letting that, letting that go. So I urge you to also consider doing what I'm doing for yourself, looking at the energy of the parent who stayed, things that they have, because we can clearly see stuff in other people more so than ourselves, and then do like an inventory on you and see if you've picked up any of those traits or any of those feelings that just might not be yours. And then um, I have a nephew who's about to be nine and he was in my brother's kitchen. I was watching him. He was like pouring some juice or something. And he's so skinny and, you know, small. He's nine. And I I almost had like this emotional, I don't want to say breakdown, but yeah, I almost nearly started to cry because when I was nine, I turned nine in May. My birthday's in May. And I have four siblings. So when I was nine, my next sibling was five because her birthday is not until August. So she was five. The next one was four. That's my brother. His birthday is actually two days before me. The next one is three. It's a sister. Her birthday is not until September. So she was three at the time. And then the last one is my other sister who would have been one. Her birthday is late in October. So when I was nine, I had a sibling who was five, one who was, I had a five-year-old, a four-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old. And when I was nine, the parent who I live with sat me down and said, Morgan, I need you to step it up. I need you to help me out more around the house. And this is when I was nine. And I used to be left alone with these children at nine to cook for them, clean for them, bathe them, you know, make sure they got to bed and make sure they got up in the morning. Like I was taking care of these children at nine. So I saw my nephew who's about to be nine in a week. And it was just so emotional because I already was thinking about this parent whose energy that I was in, who raised me. So I was already, you know, realizing, oh, I have this debt. I need to release. I need to let that go. I have this guilt that's like not even really mine. It's like I'm thinking I picked this up from 
this parent that raised me. And so I'm processing this all out. So I've been thinking about this parent that raised me more intentionally because I'm trying to do an energy audit on myself, emotional audit on myself. And then it crossed my mind, like this parent at the time when I was nine, this parent was like 30 and they had all these children and they said, Morgan, can you take care of all these children essentially? And then I was thinking like, what was going on in this parent's mind? How heavy or overwhelmed or just tired with life or confused or what is really going on in this person's mind who would look at their nine-year-old daughter and say, you know, like take care of a five, a four, a three, and a one-year-old. It was just a very emotional experience. The more I thought about the energetic state, um, you know, the emotional state, the psychological state, the financial state, the more I thought about this parent, I'm like the energy that I had to grow up in, you know, and this was very normal to me. What I did growing up was very normal until I got older and I mentioned it to other people and they informed me that it indeed was not normal. And that's another thing when it comes to, you know, being a child and you're in certain environments and you're amongst certain energies, it's normal to you until you find out that, you know, some through someone you trust, like, no, Morgan, this is not normal. This is not what everyone else did at nine. This is not how normal households run. You have no idea because you have no frame of reference to compare. So back to this nearly having a breakdown, looking at my nephew, thinking about my life, that I was there. <laughs> I was there at nine. I, you know, I remember doing these things, but I didn't have the perspective of this is heavy or that this is a lot or that, or that perhaps I'm getting, you know, something from my, my, this parent passed down onto me. I didn't have all of those words in 1993. In 1993, <laughs> I was trying to take the best care of these children while also trying to see how I can go see Jurassic Park. <laughs> That's what was happening in 1993. Um, so now as an adult and reflecting back, I'm like, this parent who took care of me, the energy that I was in was probably likely like very combative, just unsettled, just, you know, confusion and guilt and shame and heaviness and just tired. And that came down to me, you know, and even now up until I'm in my thirties, you know, I'm still holding on to stuff from the nineties unconsciously. And it's manifesting itself in different areas in my life. And so now that I have this awareness of it, I'm doing what I have to do to purge it and to release it and to let it go in a gentle way, in a kind way, not blaming anyone because who knows how much of what was on this parent came from their parents. You know what I'm saying? I have no idea. And in fact, with me, the origin is less important than the awareness and, you know, the process of releasing. Because it's going to end with me. This particular thing is ending with me. I'm going to transmute it here so it won't go, you know, to the next person. Um, and then when anyone out there who feels like they're the one responsible for breaking generational curses and all that stuff, I said, take that off of your shoulders. I don't think about myself as breaking any type of curse or um, being the one to save the family. That's too much pressure. I just see myself as uh, my goal in life is to live as authentically as me. I just desire to be. 
So some people have very deep purpose in life and it's very philosophical or, or they have these different careers that they want or they just have these certain goals that's just like really fine-tuned and pin- that's not me. I don't feel like I'm the one to come to save the family. I just feel like I just want to be the best version of me. I don't feel like, you know, my goal is to be the best wife in the world, to be the best mom in the world, or to be the best author in the world, or to be the best coach in the world, or be the best anything in the world. I don't feel that. I feel like I'm here, and I feel like I'm supposed to be here to be joyful and have great experiences and to be the best, authentic, just version of me. I'm just here to be and to live. And that is my act of resistance, joy, pleasure, happiness. And in that process of me being the best version of me, if that breaks some curses, yay. If that makes me an amazing wife, yay. If that makes me a great mom, sister, friend, author, coach, yay. But those individual things are not my goals because I'm multifaceted and I never want to restrict myself from anything that's going to help me to be more authentically myself. And that's all that I desire while I'm here. And I'm sharing with you guys to give you words because perhaps you feel certain things that you don't have words for. Perhaps there's maybe something that I say that resonates and now it gives you an awareness because it's difficult to outthink your perspective. And our perspective has limitations that we are completely unaware of. So if by me sharing, you know, this new perspective that I gained and this new awareness that I've gained about myself, by me sharing like, hey, look at that parent who raised you. What was their energetic state? What was their emotional state? And then see if some of that is inside of you, not to blame your parent and not to ridicule them because, you know, it didn't even start with them. But this is just to clean up your vibration, okay? This is to make, when it comes to emotions, they're no good or bad. Guilt isn't bad. Jealousy isn't bad. Shame isn't bad. But when you hold on to them and you don't process them out, that's when the toxic nature of it comes into play. We seem to be more comfortable with processing out um what we call positive emotions but for some reason when it comes to the ones we call negative we want to you know hold them in not realizing it's the holding that makes us sick not the occurrence so if you feel anger or jealousy or shame or guilt feeling those feelings is not what's toxic what's toxic and what's negative is when you hold them that's the thing that's toxic and negative so when you feel it it's an energy, it's, you know, energy, it's energy, energy is emotion, emotion, it's a signal, it's a message to tell you something. You get the signal, you get the message, you process it out, and you keep it moving. That's what we are supposed to do here. Um, and we rinse and repeat. <laughs> we experience, we get the lesson, we process it out, and we keep it moving. All right? It's when we hold it on, when we hold on to it, that's when it makes us heavy. That's when it manifests into different things in our life, you know? So that's all I wanted to talk to you guys about today. And just as a quick recap, when you have a moment, consider the energy and the emotional state of the parent who raised you. And if it was more than one parent who raised you, consider the emotional and the energetic state of both of them. 
and see if any of that is in you. Um, and take your time with it because this whole guilt that I felt and the debt that I felt, it wasn't surface level. It was deep. It was deeper, um, but it still had effects on things in my life, which is one of the reasons that I actually started searching because some things were coming up in my life and I didn't realize where they were coming from. And, you know, like, why did this happen? Um, and so I started doing some more work. I was like, well, let me pull back some more layers of this artichoke. Um because sometimes you know how when you do some inner work and you get you feel like you have this healing, you don't want to do no work right away. You're like, let me just enjoy, <laughs> let me just enjoy this moment, you know. So I was like, all right, let me go back and do some more inner work, and then that's when I discovered it. And then once I discovered that, I started working on it. I, what you say, go down a rabbit hole. I started looking at the predominant parent that raised me, and I'm like, okay, this is all making sense. Morgan, you're going to be just fine. We're going to release this and we're going to continue on moving forward with the game plan as planned. All right. So if you see something showing up in your life or things that's happening or you have certain triggers, maybe you can try this exercise of looking into that parent that, you know, whose energy you was in the most. Um, also, Still do this even if you really love your parent. Like, I I, I love my parent. But um, when I say really love your parent, even if you have a great relationship with your parent. Because you can have a great relationship with a parent who still has things that they were battling that has transferred onto you. So it's not just like, oh, I have a great relationship with my mom and dad, so that's not the case for me. No. In general, this is just a rule of thumb. Just know Things are transmuted or transferred, especially when it comes to children. So if an adult doesn't deal with certain things inside of them, they transmit it onto their child. It doesn't mean that their adult was bad or careless. It doesn't mean that you don't have a good relationship with this adult or not. It's just how energy works. All right. So, yeah, that's that. That's all I have for today, guys. I hope this was useful in some way. If you think this can help somebody out, I would appreciate if you would share them, you know, share this with them, share the podcast, let them know about the gems that we have over here. <laughs> um, and until next time, oh, guys, yeah, don't forget to head over to um, Amazon um, and get the, your copy of the Merge love yourself to freedom. Okay. So until next time, I am Morgan B. Holland, author and publisher and coach (laughs) here to help you align your unconscious mind with your conscious desires. Until next time. Bye.